We are making our own story as we go, as we go, as we go. Hoping we are hoping that we'll go. Hi, this is Kathy Peach Lucas with Your Dream Day. Welcome to Your Dream Day podcast. And today we are going to talk about hotel blocks. What is a hotel block? How do you use them for your wedding? And what do you need to know so that you can get one? And today I have Liz and Kirsten with Century Hotel Group who are going to tell us how to do just that. Hey guys, how are you? Hi, how are you? We are so excited to talk to you today. So what is Century Hotel Group? Because that's not a hotel. (laughs) Well, Century Hotel Group is a smaller management group that is growing quickly. Our management group owns and operates many different hotel brands, um, but very specifically IHG properties, Hilton properties, and Marriott properties. So we have all those three big banners in our portfolio. Century Hotel Group uh, operates the Holiday Inn Express and Suites in Mason, which is the hotel I get to work at. And it owns and operates the Spring Hill Town Place, which is the newest property that they've opened. And Kirsten here with me is the director of sales on site at that property. We also take care of um, Century Hotel Group, takes care of the Homewood Suites in Mason. And then we have a couple properties in um, the Miamisburg area, specifically the Home 2 in Austin Landing and the Hilton Garden Inn in Austin Landing. And they take care of the True by Hilton um, in Beaver Creek and a town place in Lima, Ohio. And we're very excited with two new properties opening over the next two years. The first one being a residence in that will also open up in that Miamisburg area. And then the most exciting project is the contribution to the brand new Hilton Garden Inn property um, that's currently being worked on and will open, uh, I think, within the next two years. Um, But it's a historical project at the beautiful historical downtown property of the arcade indeed so wow short amount of time there will be a hilton garden Inn property there and we're all excited to see that come to fruition very very cool so we got a scoop on something i love it love it love it love it you guys have a lot of experience in dealing with hotel blocks and that is something that every couple planning a wedding should offer to their guests what is a hotel block So first and foremost, you know, I would say a hotel block is just a way to kind of alleviate some stress, take away some things from our wonderful brides that are already running around like crazy, you know? So I think by reaching out to a hotel block, you know, we're going to take away some of that. We're going to deal with your guests. We're going to make sure that they have everything that they need coming from, you know, arriving, you know, planning their trip, what's in the area, what restaurants are near, you know, what, what are some things that they can do while they're with us by setting up a hotel block? You know, you do have the luxury of being able to work with us personally throughout the entire process. 
us. Um, so, you know, we'll be able to answer those questions. We'll be able to take care of any of the convenience see that, you know, some of their guests might need. We'll be able to lock them into a rate. We'll be able to, you know, help their friends and family um, with anything that they might have. You also get, you know, some fun perks out of it when you're setting up a block through a hotel, um, depending on which brand you're with. You know, if you are a diehard Marriott, um, we're going to make sure that that Marriott planner is going to earn three points per dollar that's spent throughout that entire group. There's always that fun fact of being able to offer a complimentary room upgrade to those bride and grooms or get a signature cocktail at our bar and make sure that's at a discounted rate, you know, trying to just make it fun and just add a little bit more to some of the things that they want for their big day. So when should a couple start doing this, start creating a hotel block for their guests? We say the earlier, the better. And I will often tell planners such as yourself that the bride and groom should be looking at their hotel options the same time that they pick their venue. Very much that early to at least look at where you're going and talk to the hotels about rates and what they can offer your guests. And and why we suggest things book as early as possible because hotels can be very busy. And often like depending on your area and when the wedding is might dictate the availability in a hotel. Hotels in every area have hot dates where there might be something big coming to their area and it's harder to negotiate any type of group or discount that might come in and overlap with those event dates. But we've seen crazy things happen where somebody contract their wedding and they get a rate set that's great for that day. And then lo and behold, two months go by. And this is a very specific example. Um, and a huge country music festival gets. I was going to say we discovered this as we were talking today because I've got a I've got a client who's getting married at the end of July, and we were talking about we need to get a block set up. And I learned that there is a music festival the same weekend as her wedding, and hotel availability is going to be through the roof. So it's also helpful because, like you said, if they book it the same time they book their venue and that event has not been announced yet, they're going to get a steal of a rate. But at the same time, even if for this particular client, we're going to be setting up her hotel block this week, her guests are actually going to be able to have a place to sleep because a lot of these hotels are going to be sold out. And so if you if you're in that type of situation where your guests may not have anywhere to go if they don't if you don't have a hotel block for them. Well, or they're staying much further away or they're all split up in different hotels at a higher rate, sometimes strange cancellation policies or deposits needing to be paid on those individual reservations if you're not dealing specifically with the hotel and get contracted for all the things that this particular group may need. So the contracts are ever changing with what can be offered, what is expected in return. But the most important thing about getting it booked is is number one, getting your group booked. You can easily take a look at a bunch of different hotels and decide what's a good fit for you based on what's available at that time period. 
Um, but the earlier you book, the better chance that you get the best rate available in a group block and you get the room types, the number of rooms that you're hoping to have all situated at one or two hotels usually for a wedding. Well, and one thing that I think a lot of couples don't realize, they just assume that only the out-of-town people are going to get a hotel room. That's actually not the case. A lot of times couples, people who are going to the wedding, think of this as a little weekend getaway. And they may live 20 minutes from from the venue, but they may want to actually have a little getaway of their own. And then they get a room in the hotel block and they can get back there safely. And they've had a couple too many spirits. They can <laughs> sleep it off. Mm-hmm. But, but there are also things too, like we had our, we're going back 20 years, but we had our hotel block at a Holiday Inn Express and they had a boardroom that we were able to pay a small fee for. And we had breakfast in there the next morning for our guests. And they were able to say hi to us if they didn't really get to talk to us the day before. And that was a wonderful. That is absolutely true. Um, Kirsten and I were talking before the podcast about what to start with and what to look for in a hotel and how important the some of the things are and how, you know, you might look, you might think, oh, I only want to stay with this brand, but then you realize it's the furthest hotel from your venue. Maybe the reviews at that specific brand are not up to what you would expect. What else did we talk about, Kirsten? Proximity to the venue. Mm-hmm. Well, anytime we go on a trip, my husband is Mr. Research. <laughs> he researches everything to the point where the new model comes out and then we have to start the research over again. But <laughs> but he always goes on TripAdvisor to read the reviews because what can happen with properties is you might get a new management company in there or you may find that there's a decline in the service over the course of a couple of years. So even if you stay at a hotel, like say in 2021, Fast forward three years, those reviews may not be the same as they were when you stayed at the property. So it's very important to also get honest reviews from the venue that you booked because that venue is their their names on the line too when they refer you to somebody. And they're not going to point you in a wrong direction because that's going to make them look bad. So it's also like you were saying, it's also important to, you know, see what's close in proximity to the venue because the venue's going to hear who's a good hotel. Mm-hmm. I, I would absolutely agree with that. And in the world we live in today with so much being done online, um, but between booking your restaurant, booking your hotel, buying your shoes online, mm-hmm. whatever it may it's be, so um, I would say most people before they purchase something will 100% read reviews on the product before they, they just purchase it, especially if they're absolutely. deciding between product A and product B. You know, there's things to consider in everything, whether it's price or delivery time, but people are going to read the reviews. So I would tell you it's important for your guests to check out those reviews because a hotel can have great pictures, but you don't know when those pictures were taken. Um, and then the, one of the biggest and most important things in a hotel is how you're being treated by the staff in the hotel. And I would tell you that those reviews are often, um, the ones we see the most is Mm -hmm. how people are either happy or unhappy with, with service. Um, and I'm happy to say our hotels have great remarks when it comes to our service. I'll tell you one time somebody 
shared a quote with me and I'm not sure who said it, but it's always stuck with me. And, you know, being in the hospitality industry, it's so important. People aren't going to remember what you said to them. They're going to remember how you made them feel. Absolutely. Exactly right. That is exactly right. And I think it being in the hospitality industry too, that's something that you, you learn, you know, you take into consideration when you're meeting with all of these clients and anyone that's staying at your hotel in general. Yeah. Absolutely. So how does one go about booking a hotel block? Where do they start? They pick up the phone, they call the hotel and what happens after that? So we can request many different ways. Um, my favorite is when somebody calls. Absolutely. But I do, do, I mean, the world we live in, there's a lot of stuff done electronically. So I get a lot of requests um, via email, um, as well as phone calls. And people will actually just physically say, we're going to go get hotels today and, yep. you know, stop at 10 hotels in the area. Well, that's great. I always suggest calling first um, and setting an appointment to view the hotel just so that you'll be able to talk to the salesperson at the property because they're going to be able to answer all of the questions about a group walk. Whereas a front desk agent, although have great customer service, might not know the answer to um, how long do we have to book these reservations or, you know, what else do you offer with a group So your best bet would be to make an appointment, whether that's electronically or over the phone, and then come in and see the hotel. Um, And you can certainly schedule a bunch over a couple hours, um, take a look at what's in the area. I would tell you to always start with looking at what's in your area and then look at how those hotels in your area how they're reviewed, because you can probably cross off some of the hotels, even though it might have a beautiful name in it. It might be like a strip mall hotel that you drive past and go, no, thank you. (laughs) That does happen. And um, if you unfortunately can't drive through, then looking at reviews on on those hotels are important. And what you're looking for in reviews is consistency, Every hotel will have a bad review because somebody was having a bad day or something happened that we couldn't fix to their satisfaction. Um, That does happen. But the hotel, every hotel that I've worked with does their utmost to resolve an issue Mm -hmm. and satisfy our guests um, because we want them to come back. So reviews are really important. And then talking to your salesperson at the hotel. Most hotels that deal with groups have a dedicated person that knows all the ins and outs of it. And the biggest thing we need to know is when is the wedding and how big is the wedding with how many rooms does somebody think they need? That's where, where I would start. I agree. What do you have? I agree completely. I think kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier too, with the, the contract, you know, when you're talking to the salesperson, we actually know what's going on in the area and what is going to be involved in that contract. Kind of going back to the the courtesy block versus the guaranteed revenue. You know, if it does happen, what is a cur- no, let's 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 actually talk a little bit about that. That is a big thing that couples need to understand. What is the difference between a courtesy block and a guaranteed block? Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest difference is a courtesy block is going to be put into place with a cutoff date. So with that being said, the bride and groom will not be held financially responsible for any rooms that are not reserved within their block. So with that being said, instead, there's a cutoff date in which those rooms that for some reason weren't reserved are just released back into our general inventory of the hotel. Typically, that cutoff date is about 30 days prior to their arrival. So that way it gives 
the business, the hotels, 30 other days to sell those rooms that weren't sold in that group block. Now, let's say this lovely bride who's getting married on July 27th, who we were talking about earlier, (laughs) her wonderful wedding is taking place during a Cincinnati music festival, which is a citywide sellout. So with that being said, we would love to still have those groups. We would definitely want to have, you know, their friends and family stay at our hotel, but with some guaranteed restrictions, rules, regulations put in place. So instead of a cutoff date of 30 days prior to their arrival, there's going to be an attrition or there's going to be a percentage in which the bride and groom therefore would be held responsible. There could be a combination of there's still a cutoff date of 30 days, but because we're holding this inventory over an event period, the bride and groom guarantees that at least 50% of those rooms that they're holding will guaranteed have reservations attached to them or they will financially be responsible for paying for them. That protects the hotel and it puts a sense of urgency on the group block to get booked and sometimes allows a bride and groom to really ask the question to the salesperson, how many rooms do you think we'll pick up in our blog? Correct. Which is often very different from what the original conversation is. Uh, we love our brides and grooms and we've seen weddings that pick up 30 30 rooms, which would be a big wedding in most, in most. That's a big block. That's a very big block. um, But I've seen more times than that where somebody believes they need 30 rooms and we say, well, that's a little outside of our norm. And maybe we start with 20 rooms and lo and behold, 30 days prior to arrival, we're releasing 15 of those rooms back to the hotel. And there's plenty of reasons why I guess may not pick to stay in the hotel that you've chosen. They could be very brand oriented that they travel a lot with brand X and you've chosen a hotel and not in that brand. It could be that they travel so much for work that they have so many reward points with whatever brand they stay at Mm -hmm. (laughs) that any of their leisure travel outside of work comped for them with the points that they have earned traveling. And that's well-deserved, you know. It is. And (laughs) in a situation like that, we will find out that this person should have booked a room. They're not on their rooming list that we have to give to the planner. And then they say, can you check this person? They said they booked at your hotel. We pull it up, see it's booked by points. And therefore we can at least make note on the reservation that this is part of this group coming in so that we try to house people in the same area of the hotel. We make sure better for not just the group, but the hotel. If you keep everybody on the same floor, so you're not running up and down stairs, it's just better all around to have people together that are coming in for an event together. But, and even more recently, we see more and more people booking through some sort of Airbnb or Verbo, mm-hmm. or they're renting something, a whole house for multiple people. A lot of, I've seen that happen more and more. There's things that are different with, with a rental like that, as opposed to a hotel. I would say for most weddings though, the hotel block is your smartest way to go. It gives you the best rate usually to give your guests. And, and then you can really keep everybody together. Right. Most of the time we'll do the feed for them. We'll take care of feeding their guests, you know, they have breakfast in the mornings. They don't have to really prepare anything. So it does really kind of take it back to let us, let us take away some stress. Let us help you. Well, and I've got a very, very important, and I know it's a detail oriented question to answer, but it's a question I get constantly. Every now and then you'll get a hotel block 
that has, let's just say hypothetically, a rate of 159 per night. And then they go on a travel site like Yahoo or Expedia, and they find a room for 139 a night, which is less than what the block is. Explain why that's kind of a trick. Well, just like when you see things on sale on Black Friday, sometimes you get there and that product's not there anymore. And now there's a product that's $50 more out in its place. Um, I would say a lot of third-party sites um, will show you, number one, the least expensive room in the property at the highest discount, which is usually a prepaid, non-refundable upfront payment on that room. Now, again, if the guest feels that they want to save maybe $20 and book that way and let us know, we can absolutely say, hey, this is associated with the wedding. We're going to try to make sure they're in the same area in the hotel, but they will not fall under the same rules that the group block would, which would give you a cancellation policy and, you know, specific things that maybe are negotiated for your group. For example, if you are booking, like I have a meeting space in the hotel and we will base the rate sometimes of that space based on how many rooms are in the group block. So if we say, Hey, at 15 rooms, the space is half price then. And the, event only gets to 10 rooms, but other people have booked prepaid rates and booked with points and booked all these different ways, they won't qualify into that number because they're not officially in the block. So, I mean, there's things that we need to pay attention to to make sure that we educate as salespeople at the hotel, that the bride and groom realize this, but they do need to book through the block in order for the perks that come with that block to reach that fulfillment. Um, And we do very best to make sure that everybody is aware of that. And sometimes somebody books a reservation and you're like, you shouldn't have booked it that way. And they can cancel it Mm -hmm. and book it through the group block. We will try to educate folks on that as well if it's cancelable. But a lot of times there's some big bold writing on those saying this is a prepaid reservation. Exactly. And that's why it's so much less because even if something happened, you've already paid for the room and you're not going to and you know unfortunately being a third party, it's almost out of our hands. It's yep. what, it, there's nothing at that point I could really, I, I could do, you know, to get you a refund if something were to happen. But if you had worked with us directly or just let us know ahead of time, we are able to go up to bat for you and do whatever is necessary for that guest. I loved yeah. your Black Friday analogy because that that is so on point. Because <laughs> like one time I had a person tell me or who worked in a hotel tell me that Think of it as if there's a hundred rooms in that hotel, 10 of them are on these third-party travel sites at that bargain basement price. And the minute those 10 rooms are sold, it skyrockets. Yes. And that's why it's such an inconsistent argument to have because I've had, I've had couples who have come back to me and said, well, why are they charging me 159 when they can go on Expedia and get it for 139? And then I have to explain to them, this is why. And it's the fine print. And it goes back to like, I, you know, I, I tell couples all the time, read your contracts before you sign them, because there's always fine print everywhere you go. And you have to understand what the fine print is before you move forward. And I would tell you that question you have regarding rate not only comes in with just in an example where it's a different room type. You know, we have a lot of times people want a two queen on a busy weekend, but two queen rate is higher than a 
king right yeah. because you're going to sleep more people in that room more people right. are eating breakfast yeah. more people are using the shower i mean there's reasons that that hotel rooms cost different amounts of money yes. um, and a lot of times it's logically why and people don't think about it they just think it's a room is a room is a room right. but a room with one person for breakfast costs a different amount than a room with five people coming for and all eating breakfast. The other thing I would tell you with the misconception with rates is your a lot of people think, oh, I'm getting a group block. It's going to be a huge discount. I'm going to tell people I'm really sorry that that's a misconception out there. The rate is going to be very much based on what historically the hotel usually sees during that time period. Even if you're booking a year and a half out, we're still going to look at what makes sense for the hotel because we're here to fill our hotels, but at the same time, be an advocate for the brides, grooms, wedding parties that are planning to use our hotel. So we are here to help make sure you have the rooms you need at a rate that makes sense. And sometimes, you know, it might be a summer wedding and our rate right now is 179. And I might say, Hey, I can't change the rate, but I can guarantee you that you will have these 15 rooms held until 30 days prior. So as that rate increases, as the hotel has less and less availability, your rate will not because it's contracted and locked in. Sometimes the group block provides a good discount, especially on weekends where we need additional business in the hotel. Um, And we're often providing a better rate on those times. But there's times just like a plane ticket might be on sale one day. And and with a seat sale, and then they fill up half the plane, and then the 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 rates on that plane skyrocket hundreds of dollars more for the same seat that yesterday you could have bought for forty nine dollars. Hotels, I mean, it's a supply and demand market. Yeah, Uh, rates will change and fluctuate based on what's going on. Um, The hotel industry went through the the entire hospitality industry with COVID. I mean, it devastated the entire industry because people couldn't travel. Therefore, hotels sat empty. And I would tell you in many, many areas, the hotels are still recovering from from the financial strain of that time period. As rates increase, hotels will increase rates because the demand is higher, even from a real business standpoint, just still trying to recoup what they didn't see for, you know, 18 months of travel. That, I mean, I think that's not just hotels. I think that's everybody. I mean, finally, as a planner, my 2024 is looking like normal again. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's taken because when we book, we book people 12 to 18 months out. And yes. so it's like a, it's almost like a, a ripple effect with the timeline of, of how are you booking your, your, your couples. And I would totally agree with you. I think everybody in the hospitality industry is just finally recovering from all of that. So once they get a hotel block, how do their guests book? How do they go about booking the room in the block? So easy, Kirsten. So easy. (laughs) Uh, There's a few different ways, obviously, after we get the contract set up. Once we usually get that signed, uh, we can load everything into our systems. And of course, their guests are welcome to call the hotel directly. They can speak with myself. They could speak with Liz. They can speak with the front desk agent, you know, and just let them know, hey, we're booking for the dream day wedding. Can you please make sure we're at this rate? We can go ahead. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. We 
can also create a personalized online booking link. And so it'll specifically have their wedding name on it. Um, I think these are usually the most popular mm -hmm. and the most beneficial only because most of our brides do have the knot or a wedding website of some sort. And so they can just pop that link in there and they can send off their wedding website link to their friends and family. Of course, Marriott does also have an option to where I can create an entire beautiful wedding page for them. So it's not just a link, it's an actual page and I can put a picture of them on there. I could put um, a nice little uh, you know, memory that they may have had just to kind of showcase for them. So there's a few different ways that once the contract is signed and everything is in place, there's a few different options that they have to make those reservations, but very simple, friendly, easy, friendly mm -hmm. for everyone involved. Most part people are booking online. I think it is, it mm -hmm. is definitely happens on all platforms of reservations, probably 80 percent sure. or more get booked electronically. But I would say in the wedding genre that we receive a lot of phone calls because so people are very <laughs> have specific needs in their room. If they're traveling with children, do we have a crib? They didn't read the fine point. Do we provide breakfast complimentary, which both of our properties do? And <laughs> all kinds of things that maybe they have specific questions. We get a lot of people in weddings too that want to call because they want to make sure they're beside so-and-so or they want right. to make sure that they're on the same floor in the same area. Those are all things that we try to make sure we facilitate. Again, you are using a director sales at a property to be your advocate to make it the exactly. best experience for the entire group coming in. So once the group starts arriving... Two to three days beforehand, let's say a couple wants to have a little goodie bag for their for their guests when they arrive, or they have an agenda. Let's say they're having a shuttle service that'll be taking guests to and from where the event is taking place. How does that all work? It's really easy. I mean, I have every hotel is going to be a little bit different on their specifications regarding like a get a good gift bag to give out um, for their guests. We talked about it right before we we hit record about different hotels you've even worked with that are very different from the way I run it at our specific hotel, just for my hotel holiday and express and suites in Mason. Uh, when I have a bride asking for this, and it might be the day they book the block. It might be the week before it might be any time during our communication where they're like, Oh, we want to do a bag. In my case, absolutely. We will do that. We won't even charge you anything extra to do it. We are all about providing a great check-in experience for all of our guests. So in order to provide that experience for everybody, including the wedding guests, we ask for bags to be brought to the hotel 24 to 48 hours prior so that we have enough time to organize, but it's not being dropped off a month before and we have to store it somewhere. We don't want your wedding bags to get crushed or be dusty, whatever it may be. <laughs> we want it to be you don't, you don't want your front desk person to partake in a little snack during that <laughs> month or anything like that. <laughs> right. So we ask that they come one to two days prior. Uh, I can set an alert on reservations to say, hey, this person is getting a gift bag. We actually station ours with a sign right behind the front desk at check-in that says, welcome, wedding party, so-and-so with the gift bags on the table. And we will distribute out non-specific gift bags to wedding guests as they check in. 
So if they booked through the group block, easy for me to put that alert on. If they haven't, but we found out that they're part of the group for one reason or another on points, like we talked about, or booked through a third party to save their $20 and prepay their reservation, then if we have it listed that they're part of the wedding party, they will also get that bag. So we have a great communication um, standpoint that works between the sales office, the front desk for arrivals with our management team and operations. So we try to stick to that. It seems to work the best for not just the wedding group, but for all arrivals on those busy weekends that are coming in. But nobody's waiting in a long time, even though we're doing an extra service for the wedding guests. Yeah, I absolutely. love your I love your third shift people because there have been times where <laughs> where at least the the couple's been made aware that somebody booked outside of the block. And I can send the complete guest list over and they'll cross check reservations and then shift some things around so that at least when that couple who use their their rewards points to book the room, they'll still get that goodie bag when they check in. And you're totally spot on right with it's really important to check with the hotel to see what their, their gift bag policies are. Because especially with downtown properties, you'll see that a lot of them do charge a per bag fee. And that's because they'll deliver it directly to the room for you. Some require that you actually put the name of the guest on it. Most don't, but there are some properties that do require that. So it's important to check on what exactly is the property requesting of you to make this bag distribution successful? Because they want to make sure that we're in the hospitality industry. We want to make sure that all of your guests are treated the way that you would treat them if you were at the front desk. We want to make sure that they get that bag. We want to make sure that the room is clean. We want to make sure that they're happy. And it's important to make sure that that line of communication is open if you are going to do a goodie bag of some sort for your guests. And as far as goodie bags go, I tell people, this is is the KPL rule of thumb. Something wet, something crunchy, something chocolatey, something minty. Perfect. Tends to go over well with and everybody. Tylenol. Yeah, and a nice little hangover kit would be lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are hangover. you implying people are going to drink at the wedding? Just want to be a couple of spirits, you know. Here <laughs> depends on the choice on whether your your wedding has an open bar on how much Tylenol you need to provide. In this, um, we also do things like. Um, you know, a popcorn flavor. There's local popcorn places in in our area anyway that will do mm-hmm. like wedding popcorn or something oh, that's, that's cool for area. Yeah. If people are coming from outside Cincinnati, there yeah. might be Skyline Chili yeah, or, or some Montgomery, Montgomery bar. Oh, bar. I've yeah. seen that where they'll do like a city themed bag. Or like I had one that was up in in Dayton, and what they did was they had Esther Price chocolates and Mike sells potato chips and. I think they actually had a beer from one of the local brewing companies. And so that's a big one that you'll, that's kind of a Dayton bag that you'll see, or like Cincinnati, they'll have like a, a little coupon for a co- cheese coney and definitely grippos and busking cookies. Busking cookies. That's yeah. a big one. That's a big one too. Yeah. I love grippos, some of the stuff. Grippos. <laughs> yum. <laughs> that yeah. sounds so good right now. <laughs> Better put a water in if you're putting a bag of grippos though. I, they yeah. are spicy. I had one really cute gift boxes. So instead of a bag, it was an actual box and she included a Polaroid camera in Mm. it. And so she's like, while you're here in Cincinnati, make sure you live it through this camera, but then you have to make sure to share those with us, you know, after the wedding and things. And I thought that 
That was the most creative one yeah, I think I've seen. Cool. What a great well, idea. People now like share a, a QR code yep. on say like their introduction page. And then that QR code can go right to a wedding like photo page. So people can upload their pictures of the wedding or everything mm-hmm. to this page that all the guests have access to. So that part is really cool too, that it there's so much more coming in the electronic world that allows yes. people to add to the wedding experience and lasting. I think I, I love taking pictures. So short videos. I, I think that pictures just are a memory that just is there forever. And you can like speak to the video too. I yeah. could be like, live at your wedding day. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and post it and now you have it forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's so cool when people do take videos at weddings too, because that was the one regret that my husband and I had was that we didn't get a videographer. And we've lost a lot of family members in 20 years. And when we do like one of, one of our guests did have a video camera and they were taking some video and it's so precious because those people aren't with us anymore. And, you know, when you see them moving, it's almost like they're still here with us. So no, totally agree. So if somebody wants to book a hotel block at one of your properties, how do they get in touch with you? They can reach out to us directly. We'll make sure that that you have Kirsten's and my information so that people can directly email us. But in any wedding block, I suggest that they look at their area they choose five, six hotels that they really want to investigate. And depending on your wedding block size, most hotels will stick to a courtesy block at 20 or less, Mm -hmm. sometimes less because you're not guaranteeing um, any revenue to the hotel. And the hotel is holding that inventory right up until 30 days prior. So even if other events come to the area, they can't give away your rooms because you're contracted with them. Mm -hmm. I would say to look at that and then reach out to them to set up appointments to come and view the hotel. Once you know that you would be happy staying in the hotel, that's when I would start saying, okay, what does your contract look like? What's what kind of guarantee do you require? What additional perks do you offer? Do you have complimentary breakfast? Do you have a meeting room? Is that something that you utilize? Kirsten's hotel has a bar. What are the bar hours? Is there anything special we can do with the bar? All those other questions that come with it. And then remember to ask your director of sales, what's the most common things that they see with weddings? Because we have a wealth of knowledge on things that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have even things that we would tell you, hey, don't do this. <laughs> not gonna work the way you think it is. Correct. Maybe don't use this shuttle. Let's use this one. Yeah. <laughs> Liz Kirsten, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to your Dream Day podcast by clicking that subscribe button. We will be back next week with another topic to help you with planning your wedding. This is Kathy Peach Lucas with your Dream Day. Happy planning.